0: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Take It or Leave It. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols. What a brutal, brutal, brutal NFL night. And honestly, it's not because of our bet, right? It's not. It's the hype and the matchup and the excitement and everything that, you know, we thought was going to occur last night. Now, mind you, if you're just a fan of the game, that football game, was actually pretty good right i mean all things considered um you know the uh the jets did find a way to win the game in overtime and um you know the bills got a chance to get the ball first Um, because the Jets deferred and they were able to hold them to three and out Uh, Josh Allen I believe he had three or four turnovers I know he threw three picks to Jordan Whitehead specifically um, and I think there was a fumble as well Um, definitely a weird weird game right I mean you know you start the game and four snaps into it on the offensive side for the Jets and you know Aaron Rodgers you know, ruptures his Achilles, right? So he is now out for the season, which is insane to think about, right? I mean, look at all the hype that went into this game, this matchup, Aaron Rodgers' first game, you know, playing for a new team. Obviously, we know him to be in Green Bay, and he is definitely going to retire as a Green Bay Packer because that wouldn't make sense if he does it anywhere else. Um But just a matchup, right? I mean, Josh Allen, although he did not show it last night, and although he did mention that the loss last night was on him, um, he didn't play extremely well. But he's still one of the top quarterbacks in the league. The Bills are still, um, you know, thought about as one of the best teams in the league still, right? So it was just one of those things. You had the Aaron Rodgers and, and Josh Allen matchup. You know those those young defenders, those young. I mean, of course, you got you know like Sauce Gardner who did not play well at all last night. Um, Because listen, I'm a Broncos fan, y'all, and Pat Sertan is better. Okay, I just want y'all to understand that Um, Pat Sertan is better than Sauce Gardner. I don't care what you say or what you stat you whatever. Because if we want to talk stats, we're going to talk about last night. Okay, so let's not talk stats. The eye test tells me (laughs) that uh, Pat Sartan is better, and um, that's just my opinion. You can disagree if you want, but I don't care. All right, so... So listen, obviously, guys, um, we did place a bet on that game last night, Um, just different plays. We had uh, six different plays for this game, just looking at different spots that we really, really liked, and everything essentially correlated, okay? Everything correlated, but it was based on Aaron Rodgers, okay? Him playing in that game was very vital because of his play style, because of his accuracy, because of... I mean, he's not known to turn the ball over very often, right? So... His play style is what went into the thought process. None of us knew what would happen into that game. So, of course, let's jump into our plays yesterday. So in our six plays, we did go four and two. So, of course, we still went, um, you know, we still hit a nice profit. If if you guys played those as singles, we had Josh Allen over 34 and a half rushing yards. And he did, in fact, get that relatively early. Uh, We had Brees Hall over 34 and a half rushing yards as well. And he he surpassed that in one play. I think he ended the first half. I want to say over a hundred yards. Maybe I think it was like 109. Something something like that. Um, I know he had one 80-yard rush um play that was that was pretty insane. Um, the way the way he actually got out there like that. Um, we also had Alan Lazard over 29 and a half receiving yards. Um, he did, in fact, get that. That was a Aaron Rodgers play that I was thinking about as well. But of course, that still happened because Zach Wilson found a way to find him um, relatively early in the game. Um, we also had Dalvin Cook um, over one and a half receptions, and he did, in fact, get those as well. Like I said, a lot of our thought process is process. Well, listen, I, I can't think today. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> the thought process that went into a lot of these plays is because, like I said, Aaron Jones and Dalvin Cook, very similar style players, and I'm thinking Aaron Rodgers is going to use him very similar. So, in my mind, these receptions were going to happen regardless because of what they were doing. Now, the Bills' defense is still relatively strong, so they're gonna they're gonna send defenses at you. They're gonna send the blitz. They're gonna kind of run up a. a a zone blitz. They're going to do a couple different things, even playing man, and it's going to affect the way that you play ball. And of course, having having a running back in the backfield that has the ability to catch passes as well can save a quarterback, right? It really can, um, because of course they can block for you as well as catch those passes and get you out of trouble. And Dalvin Cook is one of those players. We saw him in Minnesota. He had the ability to do that. So that pick was actually relatively easy. And I think that was minus 180, um, but that was, I was actually really confident in that pick, regardless. But of course, it never crossed my mind yesterday that Aaron Rodgers would be injured that early in the game. Right. So, um, But yeah, so those are our four plays that hit. The one that didn't hit for us, though, uh, Dalvin Cook, we did not get that touchdown because, like I said, in my opinion, you know, you get down to the five. Aaron Rodgers does one of his little things right out the pocket, you know, and swing it right to or swing it right to his left. And Dalvin Cook is right there for the touchdown or, you know, those were the thought I, I try to conceptualize the game first when I'm making my picks. Right. And I think that's how I do my picks. Um, A lot of it is is predicting what the game script is going to look like. Certain plays that are that are highly likely to happen based on what players tendencies are. Right. And that's what my thought process was. And we also had Nicole Hardman um, over 19 and a half uh, receiving yards. I don't think he caught a pass last night. Okay, so, you know, it it is it is what it is, man. Like I said, there was not much we can do after that Rodgers injury. but that is how it goes. But you know what, guys? I actually have some different picks for you guys. We're jumping back into MLB today. Um, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to have a little fun with some MLB. We're going to mix up some player props as well as some run lines in here. Um, and I think we do have, yep, we have one money line in here for you guys as well. So without further ado, let's get right on into these plays. All right, first play of the day, we're actually going to go with Yandy Diaz of the Tampa Bay Rays to record two-plus bases. I like this spot here for Yandy Diaz. Um, He has been playing extremely consistent as of late, extremely, extremely consistent as of late. And then we're also going to take the Tampa Bay Rays plus one-and-a-half on the run line on the road against the Minnesota Twins. Now, the Minnesota Twins are favored in this game. Um, but I do think that the Tampa Bay Rays can actually outrightly win this game. OK, I think they can. I think if you want to grab that, it is currently at plus money. So if you wanted to take advantage of that, you absolutely can. But here's the reason why I like Andy Diaz um, to record two last bases. So in three straight games, he actually has had two more, two plus hits overall. Right. You guys already know. I like playing props on players who have been consistent hitting the ball because here's what's going to happen. All they need is one hit to hit a double or a triple or a home run, and you're covered with your two-plus bases. So I would prefer to take the two-plus bases for these consistent hitters, and Yandy Diaz has been exactly that as of late, and he also has two home runs in the last three games. So he obviously has that ability. We just need two-plus bases from him, and we'll be good to go, and we'll take the Tampa Bay Rays plus one-and-a-half, on the run line as well. All right. Next play in the next game. I'm actually going to take Ryan O'Hearn of the Baltimore Orioles to get two plus bases. And here's why. He's playing against Adam Wainwright. You guys know how I feel about that. I am a Cardinals fan, but I also know that whenever Adam Wainwright is on the mound, a lot of bad things usually happen for the Cardinals. And Ryan O'Hearn has a good history against Adam Wainwright. He also has been extremely consistent as of late. He is on a eight-game hitting streak right now. Um, And I think the last time he played against Adam Wainwright, he hit a home run. There's just certain players that are good against certain pitchers, like Ian Happ. If I ever see uh, the Cardinals lined up against the Chicago Cubs and Adam Wainwright is pitching, I guarantee Ian Happ will hit a home run. That is just how it works, okay? But we're also going to take the Baltimore Orioles to win the game at minus 205. Yes, I know the value is not there, but if you put those two plays together, um, even, even Ryan O'Hearn to get one hit and the Baltimore Orioles to, um, to win the game, you're going to get around maybe minus 130, right? So, you combine those plays you get some pretty decent value as well but those are two plays that i really like um from that game and the last game of the night well our last couple plays actually because i only combined those two right there we're gonna take the toronto blue jays tonight plus one and a half at minus 164 and here's why they're playing the, the texas rangers and i told you guys I don't trust Max Scherzer right now, and he is pitching tonight. And listen, he might have one of his better games tonight. He might shut him out. He has the ability, and we know what he can do. But as of late, he has not been playing well. He has been – you know, his ERA has been pretty bad um, most recently. So I'm going to think that that's going to continue, especially against a a Blue Jays team that has a lot of ability. They have a lot of hitters um, that can be – that can really make life hard for Texas, for the Rangers tonight, as well as obviously Max Scherzer. So I'm going to take the Blue Jays plus one and a half on the run line at minus 164. And the last play of the day, we're going to take Julio Rodriguez, two-plus total bases tonight at plus 100. I like this spot here. Julio, as you guys know, he has been extremely consistent, very similar to Yandy Diaz. Um, Julio has two-plus hits in three straight games, and he also has six home runs in his last eight games, which is obviously excellent. Um, so those are our plays here for the day. And I'll tell you guys, here's a bonus play. This is not all my official plays, but if you want to get another player to get two-plus bases – look at Trey Turner of uh the Phillies two hits in uh, two plus hits in 10 out of his last 12 games and he also has 10 home runs in the last 11 in the last 12 games actually so definitely a bonus play if you guys want to put him on there for a home run or anything like that i think this is a good spot there but those are our plays for today so quick recap on everything here we're going to take yandy diaz to record two plus bases and also the tampa bay rays plus one and a half on the run line we're going to take ryan o'hearn of the orioles two plus total bases and we're going to take the orioles to win the game then we're going to take the toronto blue jays plus one and a half and at minus 164. Um, And then we're going to take Julio Rodriguez, two plus total bases at plus 100 to complete our plays for the day. That is all I have for you guys today. Listen, good luck. Hopefully everything hits and we can get a nice sweep on the slate here tonight. But like I tell you guys all the time, man, you got two options. You take it or leave it. I catch y'all tomorrow. Peace.